Welcome to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. Join us on our journey as the host, Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist, talks about how ordinary people can become extraordinary with the power of real estate investing. Here, he and his guests share their expert knowledge on how to create wealth through real estate investing, the mindset required to become a millionaire, and what it takes to master the craft. Hey guys, this is Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist, and you're listening to Latinos and Real Estate Investing Podcast, where individuals come to learn how to create wealth through real estate investing. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you how the feds are crashing the housing market and the economy. As I was doing some some due diligence, I came across this article on bank rate, and I'm going to share this article with you. It explains it really, really well. And then I'm going to give you my insight. So make sure you stay till the end because I'm going to give you a real-life experience on what I'm experiencing right now as I'm going through a refi. So the first thing that you you need to understand is what is the fund rate? The article begins and it says the housing market is complex, prices driven by a wide variety of factors that are local, regional, national, and global. While basic concepts like supply and demand come into play, others like mortgage rates, inflation, and even economic conditions in other countries all influence the housing market. The federal fund rate is a benchmark interest rate that's determined by the United States Federal Reserve. This rate is interest rates that banks charge when lending to each other money overnight. The rate is called the benchmark rate because it winds up serving as a benchmark for many other interest rates. Everything from savings accounts to credit cards set interest rates in part based on changes in the federal fund rates. And so here's one thing, right? The feds keep raising up the interest rate. It impacts the 10-year treasury. We just said, yes, it impacts savings accounts, so you'll get more money on your savings, but it also impacts credit cards. So you'll be paying credit cards. I literally just received a letter from... My Macy's, we have, I have a Macy's credit card, and they increased my interest rates. I don't use that thing. I rarely use it. But I opened it up, and it says they increased my interest rates to 28.99. Warning, if you have a credit card and you have large large balances, I would be paying them down, and or I would be calling my credit cards right now and saying, hey, what's my interest rates? What's happening? Because you're going to see some interest rates hike happening there, and that impacts you. Also, if you have a HELOC, pay attention to that. For the most part, HELOCs or home equity lines of credit are variable. Bonds such as U.S. government 10-year bonds also have interest rates that are influenced by the federal fund rate. I got, an, I got an interesting perspective from someone I was talking to the other day. This could all be part of a bigger picture that we're not seeing where interest rates are going up and it's to make the dollar the dominant currency in the world and wars cost money. I'm going to leave it there and we went into a whole other thing. Higher interest rates mean higher monthly payments for mortgages, which can make it harder for many people to buy homes. So back in March of this year, I took my team and I put in my conference room and I said, the market shifted. And everyone was looking at me like I was crazy. And I might have mentioned it on this podcast too. I said, the market shifted. The buyers are just not there. And the impact of the January rate hikes were already starting to take a hold of the market. We were starting to see it impact the market. And the buyers were gone. And what's happening now is that even less buyers because of affordability, higher interest rates means higher monthly payments for mortgages, which makes it harder for many people to buy homes. So 
higher interest, higher payments. Your your job is not keeping up with the cost of interest, the cost of money, and this is how the feds tighten money. Current mortgage rates, which are impacted by the federal funds rate and other market rates, influence the price of housing. When rates rise, that leads to an increase in monthly payments for a loan of the same amount. Supply and demand are two simple factors that influence the price of goods and services. If more people want a thing, prices rise. If more of that thing becomes available, prices fall. That's just simple supply and demand. It's just simple economics. Given current conditions, so what's next? Predicting the future of the real estate market is difficult, even for experts. No one really knows how things are going to change in the future. Personally, I think that we are not going to see a the market continuing to rally. I think that the market is definitely going to slow down. I think that we're going to see a 10 to 12% decrease next year in, in prices in housing. I'm going to give you an example of what I'm going through and why I say what I'm saying. This is a real-life example on a deal that I'm doing. So I have this Aplex that uh, I purchased back in February, February 5th. Interest rates were still decent, right? Last year in October, exact same time, around exact same time, I refinanced a good chunk of my portfolio into a 30-year. I did a tape loan. So when you take a bunch of properties, put them in one loan, and into a 30-year. And I had an interest rate of 4.87. Beautiful rate. And at that time, I remember getting a call. I was in I was in Jamaica, and my lender calls me. He's like, "Martin, we got to lock this rates. Rates are going up." And he's like, 4.87. I'm like, "Dude, that's no big deal." It, it went up. That was the thing. It had gone up. It went from 4.5 to 4.87 because the capital markets were crazy. Today, I have this eight unit. I'm refinancing, and I got two offers, guys. I, it's a four hundred and ninety thousand dollar loan. My first offer. 10.12 for a 30-year fix with a 54321 step-down prepayment penalty. 5% if I if I sell it or, or refinance it in the, in the first year. 5, 4%, 3%, 2%, and so on, right? Last year, if I would have refinanced that same property last year, I would have gotten a 4.875, same type of loan, same thing. My payment this year would be 42.96. Last year, my payment would have been... $2,596. Guys, that is a $1,700 difference, $1,704 to be exact. This is a ex- perfect example of how the feds are tightening the money supply. So what happens now? Let's now assume that, hey, interest rates stay this high and I want to sell my property. What happens is that the value of that property, the valuation of that property goes down because my NOI is now going down, my net operating income. And when you're dealing with commercial properties, the value of your property is the net operating income divided by the, the capitalization rate of the of in the area. This is single-handedly one of the ways that the feds are literally eating our equity away. You're probably wondering what I'm going to do, right? Here, Here's what I'm going to do with this deal. I'm going to go ahead and close on the deal. I'm, I'm still shopping, right? I'm looking for the best rate. Someone else offered me 8.2, which is significantly, again, different. Someone else offer, is offering me uh, an 8.2%. That was a verbal commitment. I'm going to go ahead. Let's just assume I'm going to go with this 9.9% offer that they gave me. I'm going to stay with that. And I'm playing the long game. I'm going to make a little bit less right now over the next couple of years. 
on this particular asset, but I'm playing the long game and then I'll refi it when the rates come down. If the rates don't come down, I'm still cash flowing. I'm still making money. I'm just making $20,000 less on this particular deal, right? Uh, when you go from 4.87 to that 10%. The key though here is guys, if you're playing the long game, I'm playing the long game, right? And I bought right, right? If you buy right and you know how to find deals, regardless of what interest rates do, regardless of what inter- what directions interest rate go in, you will still be profitable. You can still make money in this business. Sharpen your knives, sharpen your pencils, get your numbers right, and go out there and make equity happen, make deals happen. You can still make money in this economy. Like I said, this is not to fear. This is to something actually to be excited about. If your skills are right, if you've got the right partners, get your money right, pay attention to your own finances, pay attention to your credit cards. Your credit card payments are going to be going up. If you have credit cards, call your credit card companies, find out what's happening, find out what's the impact. If you have a HELOC, call them, find out if you're going to be impacted. You need to start paying attention to the stuff. The feds are not slowing down. The feds have clearly said they're going to keep going and they're going to keep going hard. That's going to create a major, major decrease in values. A lot of opportunities are going to be out there here in the next 12, 18 months. Be ready. Be ready for those opportunities, right? Start getting lean and start getting your affairs in order. Again, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. This is Martin Perdomo, the lead strategist, your host of Latinos and Real Estate Investing Podcast, where individuals come to learn how to create wealth through real estate investing. Again, guys, peace out. Make sure you check out my course in the bottom where I show you how to get your first off-market deal in 60 days or less. Appreciate you guys. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. If you like to invest passively in real estate with our group, please email martin at premierridgecapital.com.